Sit of snippets is sponsored by the Saka family. We are up to the words of the beginning of the Amida, Hakel, Agadol, Hagibor, Vahanorah. And we last left off with a cliffhanger. We've been discussing what is the difference between them. We say these words every day, three times a day. Gadol, Gibor, Nora. And translating it to English doesn't seem to help. Great, mighty, and awesome. What's the difference between those words? We don't simply recite synonyms. There must be something between them. And again, I mentioned... When you understand their context and history, we can gain a deeper understanding into how we're beginning our Amida, how we are launching into this conversation with Hashem. The Gemara says in Yuma, the Gemara says that really we only gained license to say this, we're following the precedent of Moshe Rabbeinu, but then the Nevi'im stopped it. The Gemara says, Why they called the men of the Great Assembly? What is so great about them? Sheikh Zero Atarali Yoshna, they restored the crown to its glory. Also, Moshe Amar Kela Gadol Gibor Vahanora. Moshe in the 10th chapter of Dvarim says, God is Gadol Gibor Anora. What happened? Asi Yirmiya Vahamar, Nechar Mekarkram Behechalo, Ayenoro Sav, Lo Omar Nora. Yirmiyahu witnesses, he observes the destruction, the devastation, the suffering. Where's God? How awesome, how great is he? We don't see it, we don't feel it. We're not experiencing it. So Yirmiyahu ordains, he omits the word Nora. Also Daniel, the prophet Daniel comes and says, Where's God's might? He's allowing these non-Jews, these anti-Semites to trample all over the Jewish people, all over his sacred base Hamikdash. Where is the Gvur? Where is the might? No, you're mistaken. You're making a huge mistake. And you have to understand the history, and you have to understand this decision of Anshay Knesset Agadola to understand the significance of these words. It makes me so sad to think there are people who will go through a lifetime of saying the Amida every day, three times a day, 365 times a year, and never begin to scratch the surface of understanding what they're saying. Gadol Gibor Anora and its impact and its relevance for each and every one of us in our day, in our time. And for ourselves, says the Gemara there, Anshay Knesset came along and they said, you're wrong. Yirmiyahu, Daniel, you're wrong. Don't view the devastation, the gullus, with despair. Don't interpret it to mean where is God's might? Where is his power? Where is his love? Where is his loyalty? Where is his affection? You need to know that in fact that is an even greater expression of God's might. Why? Zui gvuras gvuraso shekovesh as yitzro. Hashem loves us so much that even though it's uncomfortable and even though it's painful and even though it's hard, He shows restraint to not helicopter in and save us. He shows restraint to allow us to go into Gullus because sometimes interfering, running interference to protect us actually harms us. We don't learn the lessons we need to. We don't hit that rock bottom. Relevant to tonight's later discussion. We don't have the experience we need. And what an unbelievable ask of a loving father to show the great restraint and to show the incredible might to be willing to say, I'm going to let you fall where you need to go because otherwise you'll never bounce. Otherwise you'll never recover. Otherwise you'll never become who you could be, who you're meant to be. That is the Gvura and that is the Nora. So even before, 70 years later, even before the rebuilding of the second base Amikdash, the Anshay Knesset HaGadola said, reinstate just like Moshe Rabbeinu said it. Why? Because Gullus doesn't mean that God is not watching and he doesn't care. 
Sometimes it means a parent cares even more when they're willing to be mitzamtzim, to pull back, to withdraw, to give space, to practice tough love. For Hashem to practice tough love with us is a greater expression of His being a gibor and His being a norah. That His oneness, the unity of His existence is so great that He can have love and compassion, dafka, by seeming like He's being strict and seeming like He's being cruel. Sometimes pulling back what can seem like cruelty is actually compassion when it comes from a loving father practicing tough love. Says the Gemara, Yuma, that's why they're called Anshei Knesset HaGadola. They understood that and they reinstated that. And when we say these words, when we begin our Amidah, what we're essentially affirming is, Hashem, even though right now I may not see you, I may not feel you, and I may wonder where you are and why I'm going through what I'm going through, I have faith and I have confidence that just like after the Churban, that was also from you, whatever Churban I'm experiencing in my life is not because you've abandoned me and not because you're too weak to interfere, but it's because you're choosing to show your might, your power through self-restraint, that somehow I will learn and somehow I will grow through this experience of what I need to experience and what I need to, and what I need to know. That's Gadol, Gibor, and Nora. Gadol, Gibor, and Nora is even in the destruction, even in the exile, even in the Galas, even in what feels like the absence of His presence in our life, that too, that restraint, that being Kovesh as Yitzro, that holding back is Him. You see this also in the Gemara in Gittin that tells us when Titus Arasha, Titus the wicked, when he penetrated into the holiest place and he practiced the most unholy activities, he desecrated that sacred space in every which way that I don't even want to repeat in a shul. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have wiped him out. And later he does. Later he introduces a little fly, a little gnat, crawls into his ear and rings in his ear ruthlessly, relentlessly. Titus, Titus suffers terribly. I once saw an article in a medical journal that suggests that in fact the very name for the illness of ringing in your ear that won't go away. It's called tinnitus. It's named after Titus. goes all the way back to the Gemara and our tradition of what Hashem did by sending the lowliest creature. Hashem could even send a little gnat, a little fly, and it drove Titus the great, the mighty. It drove him absolutely crazy. drove him crazy. Gemara says when they did an autopsy, they saw how large it had grown in his brain. In his brain. When Titus enters into the base of Mikdash, the Kodesh, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could wipe him out. He could destroy him. He could embarrass him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could do anything he wants. You know what he chooses to do? Nothing. We read in Az Yashar, Michamocha Ba'ilim Hashem. Who is as great, who is as mighty as you? Says the Gemara Sei Chazal. Don't read it, Michamocha Ba'ilim. Read it, Michamocha Ba'ilim. Who is as great as you, God, that you choose to be mute, you choose to be silent. You show greater strength with self-restraint than you would by lashing out. And that's the theme at the beginning of the Amidah. We start this Amidah with asking Hashem, but we wonder, where are you? And why are we going through what we're going through? So we remember, Gadol, Gibor, and Nora. Doesn't mean we should stop saying it, you're not here, but you're showing the greatest strength by holding back, even when it's so hard for you as a father, because sometimes you practice love with us, and sometimes you practice tough love with us. And that's how we begin the very conversation of the Amida. Continue, Amir Tashem, tomorrow night.